Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere. And uh, so far here in 2021, we've been doing a series on how we collaborate with attorneys, tax advisors. And in a recent episode, we spoke with Mark Burns about Florida domicile, how your domicile can impact your financial plan. Today, I've asked special guests Amanda Dorio and Michael Witzke to join the conversation. Both are state planning attorneys. I'll let them tell tell you a little bit about themselves here in just a second, but really hoping to touch on some of the things that that we spoke about in our first episode of Florida Domicile, and then really do a deeper dive on a a couple of areas. So with that, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? First of all, welcome to the show, and maybe tell us a little bit about yourself personally and professionally. Well, thanks for having me, David. So I am an estate planning attorney, and my office is located in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. I'm also licensed, though, in Illinois and in Florida, so practice in Chicago and in South Florida as well with my clients. But uh, I've been doing this now about 30 years and uh, just really happy to be here today. Great. Well, thanks for, thanks for joining the show. Amanda, would love to hear from you. Thank you also for joining the show. Please tell us, our listeners, a little bit about you personally and professionally as well. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I My practice is here in sunny Naples, Florida, so I can persuade anyone to move down here by just describing the weather outside. I've been in practice for 20 years now. The last three years, I've been a solo practitioner, estate planning. I created my solo practice more as a boutique because the relationships that I create are really important to me. Those who I bring into my firm, I consider to be part of my family because most of my clients tend to be people who have retired to Florida and their kids are up north. And so I want to make sure that their kids know who I am and that I'm here. You know, should anything happen and they're up north, I'm always available. So I've really grown to love practicing estate planning and I I can just talk about it all day. So let's go for it. <laughs> and the weather down in Florida isn't too bad. So that, we were just right. talking about that before the show. So just as a review for our listeners, we spoke in our previous podcast about some of the benefits of being a Florida resident. Florida does not collect an individual income tax. There is no state estate tax or what we would call state death tax. There's some asset protection benefits, some home protection benefits. And so what I was thinking today is that we would just kind of refresh on the first couple and then do a deeper dive on asset protection and property tax benefits, which is really where uh, Mike and Amanda can add a ton of value and, and do a deeper dive. So with that, Mike, maybe just give us an overview, even though this is somewhat review from our last podcast, talk to our listeners about Florida's position on uh, ind- individual income tax and give us some color on that. You know, Florida is unique and it's you know, one of only seven states that doesn't have a state individual income tax. And it's not something that's likely to change. This is part of Florida's constitution that would prevent them instituting a state income tax. 
So that can create dramatic savings uh, for folks that are moving here. Like, for instance, in Michigan, the state income tax is uh, 4.25%. In Illinois, it's 5%. You know, California, if you really want to go to extremes, is 13.3%. And New York can tax as high as 8.82%. So you can see if we take out that tax, that provides a lot more income to flow to our clients and allow them to enjoy their lifestyle and to have money to, to pass on as well. That's a real advantage in a lot of the clients that's a driver for many of my clients as to why they pick Florida to be their domicile. And you know something, Mike, that you said there that I want to just kind of tease out. You mentioned that this is the Florida Constitution, uh, not likely to change. Can you maybe just tell our listeners why that's so impactful and how we would actually, or the state of Florida would actually have to what process they would have to go through to to make a change like that? Well, they, like I say, they would have to change their state constitution in order to to be able to to bring that about. It's a, that's a very difficult process for them to go through. Unlike you know, in a state like Michigan, where I'm located, there you know, it's the legislature has the votes. You know, they can change the tax rate, and so it's a much more difficult process, and it's one that is really embedded in Florida law, you know, similar to the estate tax, that's not something that's going to change. Got it. Great. Thank you. So Amanda, let's talk about the estate tax or what some would call the state death tax. Give our listeners maybe a feel from a Florida perspective, but also from a national perspective. I often have conversations with clients where they'll say, well, we're under the the federal estate tax law benefits or our, our plan is set up for that. But really, in many states, there are a state death tax or state estate tax. Talk to our listeners about that. Absolutely, yes. As Mike stated, it is in the Florida Constitution, and the only way that that can be changed is by amendment. And the people are those who would vote on the amendment, and uh, the chances of that happening are slim to none. So it's pretty much embedded. So when we say death tax, that's kind of broad. There are estate taxes and there are inheritance taxes. And of course, there's the federal estate tax, which is currently 11.7 million this year and hardly touches anybody. But different states do have estate tax and inheritance tax. Some states have both. Some states have just inheritance tax and vice versa. So what does that mean? An estate tax is charged against the estate, regardless of who inherits the assets. If you're over a certain value, then you're taxed. Like for instance, in New York, estates are taxed at a rate of 3% to 16% of estates above 5.9 million. And some states, it's even as low as 675,000 that start to be taxed at a percentage. Inheritance tax, on the other hand, is a tax paid by the beneficiary to the state in which decedent was domiciled or the property is owned. And there are only six states that impose an inheritance tax right now. Those are Iowa, Kentucky, Maryland, Nebraska, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. So, for instance, let's say a person who is a Pennsylvania resident owning real property in Pennsylvania and Florida, but they're still domiciled in Pennsylvania, when they die, all of the property in Pennsylvania, whoever inherits that, will need to pay inheritance tax. 
of course, the Florida property won't be subject to that because Florida doesn't have that tax. If that person, however, is domiciled in Florida and dies, all of their estate is not taxed except for the property in Pennsylvania. So that's that's the gist of it. And it is very complicated because when people say death tax, it does mean either inheritance tax or estate tax at the state level. Got it. So two different taxes to be considering. Appreciate that distinction. So let me take the conversation a little bit farther down the road and let's talk about asset protection. I know there's some benefits of residency in Florida. And what I thought I would do with these topics is just kind of roundtable this. Let's do a deeper dive on benefits of asset protection. Mike, give us your uh, the first few things that come to your mind for being a Florida resident and asset protection. Yeah, well, I mean, certainly what comes to mind first is the Florida homestead. And there are many benefits. I think we'll probably talk about most of those today. But one piece is the fact that, that if you have your home as your homestead down in Florida, that's protected. And that means unlimited value. So it doesn't, there's no cap on the value of the homestead. There's no waiting period that has to, to elapse before that property is protected and can also be protected at a person's death if it's passed to a spouse or, or a qualified heir. And But to get that Florida homestead, there are certain requirements. I mean, you, you have to be a resident. You know, there are some acreage uh, restrictions. Um, and then finally, you've got to be a natural person. So we can't have our home owned by an LLC or a, a corporation. Uh, it has to be in our own name or potentially in a trust that can work as well. But that asset protection feature of that house being protected from creditors really is important. So Amanda, kind of the same question to you. When, when we think about asset protection, we think about residency, what are some of the things that come to mind? Well, I obviously homestead is first and foremost comes to my mind. And it's important, I think, that people recognize that courts look to intent when determining domicile, and uh, especially states, northern states like New York and New Jersey, where many of our residents spend a majority of the year. So it's very important that specific steps are taken to uh, become domiciled officially in Florida. Owning a home in Florida first, of course, filing a declaration of domicile is important. Registering your automobile, registering to vote, getting a Florida driver's license. All of these, it's very important to prove that you intend to live and domicile in Florida. And then I also think about tenants by the entirety. You know, I think Florida has so many great asset protection measures, which is why many people do end up retiring in Florida. Tenants by the entirety, meaning that if you are married and you own your home, for instance, as husband and wife, that means you own that property as 100%. That husband, 100%. Wife, not 50-50. And creditors, like if the husband has a creditor, that creditor cannot attach to that property because it's tenants by the entirety. And you can own um, you know, your bank account as tenants by the entirety. It's just a great asset protection measure that Florida has in place. That's a great thought. I appreciate sharing that. So I find that as we have these conversations, oftentimes giving information to our listeners is valuable, but really sharing 
a story where they can kind of relate, like see themselves in that story. Would it be, Mike, can you maybe share some a client experience that were you able to you know, help a client and how that benefited them and, and maybe some of the steps you took along the way? So one example that, that comes immediately to my mind is I had a business owner manufacturing or, you know, owned a manufacturing company in Michigan, sold that company. One piece of that manufacturing was a, a component that was used in aviation. And when his business was sold, he ultimately had to retain really personally some liability outstanding on that product because it was it was a little piece that was in a lot of, of airplanes flying all over the world all the time. And the company that bought him actually carved out some liability and left it with him when they took his company. So he now was retired, had a, a nice paycheck from the sale of the company, but had this kind of what he described to me as kind of this ticking time bomb out there that he wasn't that concerned about, but that was real. And they had a home in Florida as well as in Michigan. And shortly after the sale, they did change their domicile to Florida. And the benefits of that were twofold. Number one, now their their home, which was the more valuable of the two that was in Florida, was now protected through the homestead. Their income, which was now primarily coming off of their investments, it was no longer you know, an employment income, was free of any state income tax. And just as Amanda talked about, they were able to set up things like their bank accounts, investment accounts as tenancy by the entireties to protect those as well. So not only did they be able to retire in, in a beautiful climate, they reduced their overall tax burden significantly both on not only the income tax side, but also on the property tax side, because that homestead also allows for nearly an up to $50,000 reduction in what's taxed on the real estate as well. So that's just an example of somebody who kind of got a lot of benefits from coming to Florida and that liability protection was at the top of his list. Yeah. And I'm really, I really appreciate that story. I think it's a really unique situation that not everybody would find themselves in, but I do think it's applicable, you know, across the board looking for liability protection there. Yeah. Amanda, and and, and, and you know, physician clients have similar situations often where they've got some concerns. And so there's a lot of folks that are concerned about liability. And that's a major factor for some folks in finding Florida as a place to, to establish domicile. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Amanda, same question for you. I'm just looking for a story that might resonate for you that, you know, along these lines about asset protection and so forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And honestly, the story that Mike just shared is not too uncommon, really. A lot a lot of clients that I've had have been in similar situations. And um, moving to Florida really did help to protect many of the bulk of their assets. But in terms of estate planning, most of my clients really are moving here from states that have pretty huge estate tax uh, thresholds. And their goal is to protect what they've created for generations, you know, and and I've helped to create dynasty trust to, and, and just to ensure that their children and their children's children can benefit without worrying about the inheritance tax and the estate tax at the state level that they would need to pay. Because, you know, obviously in this environment with the 11.7 million 
estate tax threshold. It doesn't impact a lot of people, but but that 5.6 million does. You know, people think that even that sounds like a large number, but when you start to calculate, it really it adds up quickly. And most people have more than they believe initially they did have. So moving to Florida has helped most of my clients in that scenario, just making sure that they are protecting what they've built over their hard years of working to pass it on to their kids. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. You had mentioned New York before. And and just on a personal note, a a client and a, a very good friend of mine uh, recently moved from New York, and we were having that conversation. I think for a lot of people, it's a very casual. They go, "No, I think I got it covered. I'm good." And then you kind of peel back the layers of the onion a little bit. And and in this situation, I was able to to say, "Well, all right, I understand. You know, here's where you're at from a federal standpoint. But are you aware? You know, you still have business in New York. You still have bank accounts in New York. New York is highly litigious. And here's how their state." death tax works. And, you know, it was, it was an eye opener for him. So exactly. It, uh, from our seat, it, it certainly asking the right questions is very important. And, and you, Dana, I think, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I think that an important piece of all of this is that Florida is very welcoming in bringing people in to be domiciled there. It's really those states you're leaving. That is the problem. Yeah, and that's a great point. That's a really great point. Can you walk us through that, Mike? Yeah, and I, you know, it's just because Florida, you know, you file your, <laughs> you know, your form with the county and you declare your homestead. They're happy to have you with it. Give you, they'll be, they'll give you a driver's license and the like. But what you leave back in the state that you're you're departing it is what's going to often determine whether or not you're going to be successful in this. And, and, you know, I know that, um, David, you can probably talk about, you guys have a checklist of things and, and it's not a, a bright line test. It's a facts and circumstances mm-hmm. and they look at all kinds of things, but those states, you know, and we talked about estate tax or death taxes in New York, Illinois, where I practice, you get above 2 million, you're subject to a death tax. They don't want to lose you. Mm-hmm. And any contacts that you retain in that state, even sometimes, club memberships. I mean, it goes as far as Mm -hmm. one of my partners in our Palm Beach office was telling me about a client of his. They had burial plots in New York. And New York argued that showed an intent to return. Right, right. Right. It is is something that, you know, you've got to really get some guidance. There's a lot of benefits to Florida domicile, but you got to do it right. And that's really where having a team behind you to kind of assist you and help you check those boxes really is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think that's a great point and, and a wonderful transition. I appreciate that. On that note, I do want to thank both of you, Amanda, Mike, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, we love you. having you. We'll have, we'll have you back. This is really interesting stuff. As Mike mentioned, we do have a Florida domicile checklist for listeners. If this is something that you're interested in, or if you would like to get Amanda's information or Mike's information, you can reach out to your Synergy team directly at hello, H-E-L-L-O, at SynergyCapitalSolutions.com. Just send us a note. We'd be happy to give you the checklist or pass along Mike and Amanda's information. 
Another way that you can get a hold of us, of course, is on our website, SynergyCapitalSolutions.com, which is one of many places that this uh, podcast resides. It you know, resides on our website, Spotify, and all of the podcasting um, sources out there. So to our listeners, as always, I'm your host here on Your Financial Planet. We really thank you for your time today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and share, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.